Hi, welcome back to Page Starter. I am Lisa Freeland, and today I'm going to be talking about the Stockholm Writers Festival that I just came back from because I love to share what I'm going through, what I'm learning, so that you can learn along with me without necessarily having to travel the world or spend thousands of dollars going to conferences. Anyway, I do highly recommend going to writers' festivals or writers' conferences. Number one, it's a great way to connect with people in the industry, connect with other authors, and really build your author network. If you are at all looking to write a book, we know that writing may feel solitary, but it's really when you have a network of people supporting you and keeping you accountable and asking you questions about your book or giving you feedback, it really is a community experience. Not only that, but when you launch your book, it's a community experience as well. So definitely go there. Um, I love to attend because it's a great way for me to get insights into what's going on in the traditional world. I'm very tuned into what's happening with the self-publishing world and marketing, but I'm not as tuned in as to what the status is with the traditional publishers. So I really like to touch base with the literary agents, see what they think is going on, and um, just see what's going on in the industry. This year at the Stockholm Writers Festival, I was in invited to be one of the faculty and introduce their authors, uh, all the attendees there to crowdfunding. And I will say that it was a great experience in terms of connecting with people and showing them that crowdfunding your book is really no different. I mean, it is different, but it's doing all the same marketing that you would do for a traditional book launch. It's just slightly in a different way with time and rewards so anyway everyone was really thrilled to learn more about that i will link to the slides if you want to download my slides you're welcome to do that um, they're free and available for you to take a look at Okay, so the first session that I went to um, on Friday was by April Eberhardt, and she is a literary agent and also a publishing consultant um, because she has spent decades in the traditional publishing world and working with authors. She has a really good idea for what stories will work in the market and which ones won't. Um, so she's really great at connecting authors with publishers and giving feedback in that way. The feedback from April was that the traditional publishing world right now is really contracting in on itself. And this is due to numerous mergers that have happened. Um, also high turnover in the editorial staff. This makes literary agents job very difficult because their job is to broker your story that they have accepted to represent with the editors that they know published stories like yours. So if there's high turnover of editorial staff, they just don't know the editors or they don't have a really good idea for where your story would fit. So it has become, I would say, logarithmically harder to get your book, get a traditional book publishing deal. And this is from April. This is not for me. I've I've been like self-publishing this whole time because I just don't have the patience for traditional publishing. Um, and so her advice was if you do want to pursue traditional publishing, by all means, go for it. But definitely give yourself a six month to 12 month period of time where you're going to really pursue it and try really hard and then have a plan B or a plan C so that you can have this story see the light of day at some point and not just sit on your shelf that was her advice you know give yourself a time and go for it that there's no reason why you cannot publish your story very well in today's day and age with hybrid publishing if you don't want to take on every aspect of the publishing process or with self-publishing if you just want to do it yourself and get it out there so she said it's up to you the whole point is to 
publish your story well. Do it professionally, professional editor, professional cover, professional typesetting, all of that uh, so that you get your story out there. Now, this Writers' Festival was very much focused on um, uh, traditional and craft, and there were a number of uh, traditionally published authors on the panel. Okay, her name is Golnes Heshi Mazeri Bonde, and um, she was born in Iran, and when her parents fled uh, to Sweden, she was a young child, and we're actually the same age, so I really resonated with her story, but just if I was a refugee so it was like it was very interesting to have someone your same age explain what they went through and explain their hardships in life um but she wrote her debut novel she is not me in swedish uh, with a large the largest swedish publisher um and she has had her second novel what we owe which was published in 2017 um, and has been translated into 25 different languages and so when she was talking about her path to publication she talked about how she really just went big. Uh, she would email the editor of the newspaper and say, hey, I would like for you to be my mentor. Um, and then her editor put her in contact with Albert Bonnier, which is the, the largest um, Swedish publisher. So, and that's how she got her deal. So that is not only is it about your network, but it's also about putting yourself out there without any type of imposter syndrome or hesitation. Now, Golnaz was really fueled by her refugee parents' drive to save the world. You know, they really wanted her to be a doctor. And she was like, I really don't want to be a doctor, but I need to do something that is creatively mine and still worthwhile and valid. And so she had a lot of drive to be successful. And I think that that was the takeaway from this whole conference was that discipline and drive and passion will trump talent. And it's not saying that the people are, are not talented or that traditional published authors are not talented. It's that they have the discipline to show up, to learn the craft, to uh, reach out to people, to network, to focus, to really drive themselves forward. Um, and they put out extremely high quality work, but that is possible for anyone to do that. And that anyone can put out high quality work. I mean, writing is not the same as singing where you're either born with a beautiful voice and you can further develop it or you're not, you know, anyone can learn how to write and become a better writer. So it's really about the drive and discipline to take yourself above the noise of everybody else who is mediocre and, you know, continue to push forward. Another session that I thought was really great was by um, Jeff Benz. And uh, he talked about voice and how to find the voice of your story. He really recommended because, you know, all the different perspectives, um, but he recommended writing from the, the point of view, th close third person. And that third person you can have distant third person, medium or close, and that distant third person would be like sort of high level view of the scenery. So you can do this when describing a setting or describing your world. And then close third is right up against your protagonist. Um, he said that first person writing tends to get like fairly limited because you're stuck within the perspective of that one person and the reader can get tired of not having a clue as to what's going on in other people's heads. So he said close third is what he most writes in naturally, and that was what we focused on. So in um, the session, he mentions settings and jobs and how your voice is from the emotional world of the protagonist. So 
if your protagonist is, you know, in his case, like a, a fishmonger, that is the emotional world of your book. Um, your story is going to be told from the emotional world of that protagonist. And he said, use settings and jobs to pull on the scene, to help move the scene forward. In Jeff's second session that I attended, um, he also talks about increasing the pressure and the tension on the protagonist rather than thinking about plot. Like plot is what you're doing, but really focus on increasing the pressure and tension. So everything that's happening to the protagonist needs to ratchet up the pressure on their emotional wound because every protagonist is wounded in some way whether they know it or not so every chapter should be building and increasing that pressure on the protagonist um, to to develop a plot uh, you know to develop a page turner to develop a book that is enjoyable and uh, not put downable you know you, you want to keep reading it because you're like oh it's getting good it's getting good what's going to happen and then of course you have the climax and the resolution so then it drops down uh, but so to really keep the pressure up and have just things go wrong at all times he also mentioned that the most important way for you to have a story that connects with readers is for you to be emotionally connected to your story to your environment to your setting that you're putting your characters in so for example we had a writing prompt and it's about a you know a mother and a teenage daughter getting into an argument and he said you know if you're you choose a setting that's you know the kitchen um he's like that's a very mundane setting that is in real life where most arguments are going to happen, but it's very boring. No one wants to read about that. He's like, put them somewhere else. Put them in a rainstorm. Put them in the grocery store. Put them in someplace completely unexpected. And I had this idea. I think it was rather brilliant. Um, but I have an emotional connection to a really rinky-dink mini putt, mini golf area because I went with my son you know the a few weeks ago and it started to rain on us and just nothing was going right like the balls were just going sideways and like going into the water hazards and, and pinging off the things and it just nothing was going right and he's like that's perfect have your setting increase the pressure on the situation so if I just changed the characters to a mother and a teenage daughter and the mom, you know, hits the ball and goes bing and it, you know, it bounces over into a, a team of cute boys who are all playing together. She's going to be like, oh, mom, I can't believe you. Why are you so embarrassing? Why did you bring me here? Are you just intent on embarrassing me all the time? Like, what is your problem? And the mother just feeling like she can do nothing right that you know she's spending money she doesn't have on this mini golf adventure to try to reconnect with her daughter because it's what she did when she was little and it was her favorite thing when she was little and now it just doesn't work and no matter what she tries nothing is working and I think that what a great scene you know so it's like yes write that scene write that like but it only works for me because I have an emotional connection to this mini golf place that's dilapidated and it it's just it's really hard it's really hard to do mini golf well at this place because it's not well designed it's not designed for fun it's designed for like increasing your your proficiency at golf you know it's like really horrible um 
And then, you know, you can just create other scenarios like being embarrassed, having the ball fly into the other group that's there, having it rain on you, um, choosing a bright pink ball when, oh, that's such a cringy color. I don't want that. Whatever it is, you know, you can I can really tap into all of that and see see it very clearly in my head because I have recent experience with it and I have an emotional attachment to it. And he said that your emotional attachment will make it good and it will make it yours. If you are just, if you know, you have no emotional attachment to mini golf and you write a scene, it's going to look very different than mine um, because you're, you're kind of pulling from, from a different uh, inspiration. So all of that is um, what to put in your story and in your in your scenes, which I thought was brilliant. Um, and then we got to my presentation, which was all about using Kickstarter to fund your book. Again, I'm happy to link the slides so you can take a look at it. It was a small group, but everyone came with really great questions. And I had examples of books that had been crowdfunded, um, you know, my clients' books or books I had uh, supported just so they could see the range. So they could see a meditative journal so they could see a graphic novel so they could see a fantasy novel so they could see all these different types of rewards and how they were priced and we really uh, took a deep dive into each of the campaigns and anyway it was it was really great if you have any questions please let me know um, but one of all of that is that um, it's important to ask questions and I think as a presenter it's really important to tie a lot of these concepts to like physical examples or like real real case studies a lot of what the other sessions were is just really like kind of head work like it's in your head um i loved the the practical prompts that we could do to practice um i would have liked more examples and so for me i learn in a in a way that's I need to learn by example. I need to see it done, either see it's possible or get inspiration from that. And then I can pull it into my own story. So that's just a little feedback there. Um, so anyway, um, that is it. There was a lot of great takeaways from this really, you know, don't be afraid to pitch that big person and just go for it, whether that be a literary agent or an editor or someone who can really take your writing to the next level. In Sweden, you don't need a literary agent to pitch publishers. You pitch them directly, which is quite interesting. Um, I will probably not be pursuing that anyway, because I don't write in Swedish. So I'm kind of in this weird, like I will never be traditionally published uh, because I'm too far from the U.S. to be published there. Um, and honestly, it's not a dream I have. I don't have this dream of being traditionally published. And without that passion and that dream, it's it's a lot of work to go through for, for not having that dream. You know what I mean? Um, I'm totally fine self-publishing and using crowdfunding to launch my books and fully fund each project so that it's a self-sustainable option for me. Um, I really love the takeaway of, you know, tapping into your emotional connection to what you're writing that will always make it better. And when you're emotionally connected to what you're working on, it's going to be a better product. You're going to edit it. You're going to edit the hell out of it. You're going to continue to edit it until it's perfect for you, until it sings the way you want it to sing. Um, and that is what's most important. So 
Hopefully I will see you at one of these writers festivals. Um, please let me know if there's a writers festival coming up that I should be paying attention to or going to. I do like the ones in Stockholm just because they are nearby and I like to grow my personal network. But of course, I'm always open to others if there are any others I should be checking out. Thanks so much for listening to Page Starter.